Hi ladies, welcome to Fit and Fortunate Mama, the podcast for busy moms ready to ditch diets and get fit with sustainable healthy habits. I'm your host, Adelina. I'm a mom of two and an online nutrition and home workouts coach. Today's topic is how to get rid of hormonal acne for good. I'm gonna tell you my very dramatic story of dealing with hormonal acne and what have worked for me as well as for my clients. As always, the tips are gonna be very practical, very simple, so you can start implementing them right away. The tips are gonna be split in two sections, nutrition and skincare. A little disclaimer here, my education, my professional experience with clients is all in the nutrition section. The skincare is just something that have worked for me personally, so I wanted to share with you, but obviously I have no professional qualification whatsoever to talk about skincare. All right, so my story with hormonal acne started around five years ago. By this time, I was yo-yo dieting for around two decades. I was always after the latest diet, something that would finally make me have this breakthrough in my weight, in my self-confidence. So these were the years when research was starting to come up on protein and how good it is for reaching your dream physique. Now, protein is still very much king. Since then, we have a lot more research on just how good it is for both our health and our physique. But back then, I took it to a very, very different direction not a good one. So I started eating only protein with some sprinkle of vegetables and fruits here and there. But I was having three or four vegetables and fruits on rotation. I think it was broccoli, tomato, cucumber and berries. That's about it. And this will matter later on when I give you the tips. Also, any packaged food that said high protein on it, regardless of what the ingredients were, what kind of packaged food it was, as long as a smart marketer put high protein on the label, I was there for it. So again, this will matter later on when we talk about the tips. So a few months of eating like this, I started getting these hideous breakouts of acne. Now, I've never had perfect skin, but even in my teenage years, my acne was nothing awful. So this was totally next level. Imagine everything from my nose, from my cheeks down, just covered with painful red really deep under the skin cysts. I mean, guys, now when I think about it, I'm I'm just feeling so icky. And I think whoever is listening to this episode is someone that has hormonal acne, that's dealing with hormonal acne right now. So it's a safe space. And I think we all know how much emotionally taxing this could be. And the paradox here is that I put myself on this ridiculous diet because I wanted to look good. I mean, honestly, the things that I've done to my body and the things we do as women to our bodies just in the name of looking good. I'm not going to go there in this episode. But yeah, that was the paradox. So I put myself on this diet to look good and then I ended up with this awful, awful thing on my face. So I went to a celebrity dermatologist. Now, I don't want to throw shade on her. She is very good with injectables. I started doing my fillers with her and I was very happy. But she should not be treating people with skin problems, with health problems, because hormonal acne is a health problem. It is not an appearance. It is not just a superficial thing on your skin. She didn't ask me what I eat. She didn't ask me about my stress levels. Just nothing to understand really what's going on. She just sent me home with a pill. Now, these pills, they did work. 
However, they were so strong, so many side effects. For the next year, every time I would go to a different doctor for some sort of different checkup and issue, at least in Dubai, they ask you a long list of questions at the start of the appointment. And obviously, are you taking any medication is part of this. And when I tell them what I'm taking, I used to get this 15 minute lecture of why are you taking this? This is so bad for your health. And I was just thinking to myself, they don't understand this is about my mental health. They have no idea what my face looks like when I'm not taking this medicine. However, here is the trick. We wanted to have a second baby. And when I started taking this medicine, I signed a scary form saying in capital letters that I should not under any circumstances get pregnant while taking this medicine or even for months after because it had to be flushed out of the system. This is how strong and harmful it was. So I tried many times to lower the dose because you can stop it just like this. I spent so much money that year on treatments in the clinic, on creams was just a constant financial and emotional roller coaster of I'm taking the pills, it's working, I start lowering the dose, I'm breaking out again. So I remember the turnaround moment. I went to a business trip in Malaysia. I was start from the week of work. It was a night flight. My plane was late. I was just sitting at the airport. I was trying again to lower the dose of my medicine. So I guess it was the combination of all the stress, eating bad food during the trip and lowering the dose. But I broke out like never before and I just had such an emotional breakdown too. I just felt immense desperation. I felt that I'm going to be in this forever. So I don't really remember exactly what happened. I guess I started looking for alternatives online, but somehow I found literature and I made the connection that actually this is related to my diet. So fast forward, I contacted a nutrition coach. I worked with her after a few weeks of rebalancing my diet. I started seeing some improvement and after around three months, my acne was completely gone. Obviously, working with this coach had a more profound effect on my life, not just uh, getting rid of my hormonal acne, which on its own was a huge win. Uh, but I just saw how much of an impact you can have on others, a good impact, how much women are harming their health with the diets they're doing. And that actually looking and feeling good is totally possible with sustainable habits with a balanced diet. So this is obviously what inspired me to become a nutrition coach myself and to help other women, including women with hormonal acne. I've had a few clients in the past one year. Obviously, I'll share with you today some of the tips of the things that I've been doing with them and some of the things that I've been working on with my nutrition coach. Okay, so the first thing you should know is that your hormonal acne is 100% related to an imbalanced diet. Hormonal acne can be a sign of other medical conditions, especially if you have other symptoms, those related to your period or just not feeling well, I urge you to see a medical professional. Definitely there might be something else going on, but whatever type of treatment you get for your other symptoms, you still need to balance your diet in order to completely get rid of your hormonal acne. And it's very important that I'm talking about a balanced diet. So I'm not talking about what I call a fitness diet. For me, a fitness diet is just anything that gets you into a weight that you like and you overall look good but it's not necessarily good for your health and it's not a healthy diet either 
So healthy diet would be when you consume home-cooked food, you consume fruits, vegetables, so you consume healthy foods, but not necessarily in a balanced way. So I've had clients with hormonal acne come to me on a good fitness diet, good meaning that it's effective for them, for their goal. I've had clients come to me on a healthy diet and all of them had hormonal acne, all of them benefited from us rebalancing their diet. Now, my program is eight weeks, so obviously there is a lot happening there. I'll tell you a little bit more details if you're interested in the end of this section but there are still things that you can do for yourself starting immediately and there are three things when it comes to food taking care of your gut consuming vitamins and minerals and eating in a way that rebalances your hormones when we talk about taking care of your gut there are two very simple things Two of my favorite kind of advice I like to give, which is about adding foods to your menu, not necessarily restricting yourself or banning yourself from having stuff. And the first one is adding fermented foods to your menu. There are so many studies by now showing the impact of fermented foods on our health, on our well-being. I don't know if you've heard of the so-called blue zones, which are regions where people not only live longer than the rest of the world, but they also have a higher quality of life. So many of these are known to consume a lot of fermented foods. My personal favorites are pickled vegetables, kefir, kimchi, and you don't even need a lot of those to be added to your diet. You just need to be consistent. I personally consume fermented foods every single day if that's too much as a start maybe you can have it every other day just a few times per week but definitely you're gonna start seeing results the second thing you need to do to take care of your gut is make sure that majority of your food comes from whole foods so not processed not packaged foods ladies all of this high protein crap that I was eating when I got my hormonal acne on the first place. It's full of so many preservatives. It's full of so many artificial ingredients. Those are disturbing your gut. If your gut is disturbed, your hormones are disturbed. And there you go walking with a hormonal acne around while you think that you're doing something good for yourself, consuming protein bars for your snack or consuming meal replacement checks for lunch. This is like the most, most terrible thing I see that would definitely impact your skin. The second point is consuming vitamins and minerals, but it's very important that this has to come from food, not from supplements. I was taking a lot of supplements for this year that I was struggling with hormonal acne. It didn't do anything for me. There are actually harmful effects of some supplements. So you definitely don't want to go there. But even if you don't harm your body, there isn't much that you're helping it with because nature has created vitamins and minerals in a very intricate way that you need to take through food and supplements cannot come even closer to this process. The easiest way to consume enough vitamins and minerals is to eat the rainbow. I know this is a cliche, but some things are cliches because they work so people repeat them many many times what does it mean to consume the rainbow it means that you try every single week that you consume vegetables and fruits in different colors and the reason for this is there is something called phytonutrients i'm not gonna go sciencey on you but these are nutrients that now we know have an additional effect over and above the vitamins and minerals that we've all heard of since we were kids and the color of the fruit or the vegetable will determine the phytonutrients so the more colors you're consuming the more different phytonutrients 
phytonutrients you're consuming, the more they're helping your body absorb the vitamins and minerals and they actually work for you rather than being just flushed through your system. And last but not least, you want to eat foods that help with the normal functioning of your hormones and these are healthy fats. Oh, and by the way, a lot of the vitamins that are responsible for our healthy skin, nails, hair are actually fat soluble. So unless you are consuming dietary fats and you're digesting them together, then your body is not really taking the full use of those vitamins. So we want to be having nuts, seeds, avocado, salmon, olive oil in your menu. Now, a little bit of a caveat here. If you are trying to lose weight or it's difficult for you to maintain your ideal weight, you need to be aware that fats are very high in calories. So 100 grams of fats would have double the calories, more than double actually, than 100 grams of protein or carbs. But this does not mean that we need to go on a low-fat diet. In fact, again, this is what would cause skin problems on top of many other issues with our hormones. The only thing we need to be aware of is just how to portion our fats. If you haven't listened to episode 4, do you need to track calories to get in shape? I strongly recommend that you listen after this one because I give you a very easy step-by-step framework of exactly how you need to portion your foods in relation to each other. So how to split the fats, carbs and protein without actually having to count them or weigh any food. It's a very intuitive practice. You don't need to count or log any food. And also what should be the size of each. And then I have episode 5, which is what I eat in a day where I give you practical examples of what me and my clients actually eat and how we follow these principles. And also I give some additional tips for fats, specifically how to control your fats, which are not there in episode four. So definitely save episode four and episode five and have a listen if you're worried that consuming healthy fats might have an impact on your weight, but you do need healthy fats in order for your skin and your hormones to be healthy. Now, ladies, here is the trick. The tips that I gave you, if you do them, would 100% help you with the condition of your skin, but they're not a one-time hack. So you cannot for one week eat some fermented foods, the next one you eat a little bit of vegetables and then you hope that your skin will completely clear out. All of these things have to be done consistently, day by day, week by week, year by year, as it has been in my case. The good news is that it's totally possible to create habits for yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to be on a diet the whole time. It's the exact opposite. It means finally ditching diets. How do I know it's possible? Because I do it month after month with my clients in my eight-week online coaching program. My program is 100% personalized. I only work with one-to-one clients because I want to really create a menu that's going to fit their lifestyle. So I'm not going to give you just a list of foods and be like, go and figure it out. I'm going to help you fit those into your lifestyle, into your cooking for your family, into your busy work life, any takeaway you take, any holidays you take, any business lunches, work trips, whatever, we're going to be there together to figure out how you can balance your diet in all of these situations where life gets in the way. Obviously, I'm going to be there for accountability, for motivation, because building these habits is super rewarding. It's very easy to follow once you have the habit, but the process of actually creating the habits and them sticking is not that easy. So I know a lot of people would benefit of someone just being there for them and this being top of mind just because they've invested their time, they've invested their money in it. So they're really dedicated 
to this actually happening instead of being just another thing on their list for the next new year. If this sounds like something you want to know more about, message me on Instagram. Let's book you a free discovery call and talk more and see if the program is a good fit for you. Obviously, getting rid of your hormonal acne is just one of the many things that you can do when you rebalance your diet, getting rid of excess fat, stopping the constant yo-yo dieting, just feeling and looking your best are just many, many of the other benefits and just really feeling in control of your eating rather than feeling that your diet and the constant thought about food and the constant guilt and shape is controlling you. So that's enough talking about it. Just message me on Instagram. Let's get you booked for that free discovery call and just take this forward. All right, skincare. So I counted for the sake of this episode that when I was struggling with hormonal acne, my skincare routine, my daily skincare routine included 16 products. I was slapping 16 different things on my face. Right now I use six products and this includes my sunscreen, this includes how I'm cleaning my skin, my hydration, just six products. Can you imagine? So the first thing is less is more and one of the side effects is that because now I'm buying a lot less skincare I'm actually also able to invest in a little bit better brands more expensive brands and yes sometimes it is about the marketing but there is definitely a difference in the quality between some brands I'm not gonna go into details now about the brands but if anyone is interested about the specific products that I'm using just message me on Instagram I don't mind sending you a photo the other thing I discovered on my journey away from hormonal acne is that there is something called endocrine disruptors I'm not a scientist but there is easiest way to explain this is these are ingredients in the cosmetics that we use unfortunately in the very popular cosmetics that we use which are known to disrupt our hormones so two things i've done with this knowledge is the first one there is a very very useful website it's called the environment working group so ewg and if you go there and by the way i used it extensively for my second son unfortunately i didn't know about it with my first one and you can go and research baby cosmetics brands you can go and research your own cosmetics and you see they have such a huge database with so many products and they will tell you which ones have toxins in them which ones are safe and unfortunately you see a trend that there are a few very well-known big brands their products always get very low scores and they're actually quite dangerous for our health so I've stopped using this I'm trying as much as possible to use the brands and the products that were labeled as safe by the EWG and another thing I started doing I mean it might sound funny but I just have such a psychological block now knowing that this is harming me so much and it's such a simple thing since I started researching this I never ever spray perfume on my skin I mean I'm not gonna give up perfume I haven't found a safe perfume brand they all have a lot of uh, hormonal disruptors um, in the ingredient list so I always only spray my perfume on my clothes never on my skin if this sounds weird to you that's all right taking care of our health in our current society sometimes it's a weird thing but you can definitely research it and something to think about so for skincare less is more research the brands there are useful databases and people and organizations that are doing this work for us so we can be safe in what we're 
putting on our faces, on our skin, because this is impacting our health. Alright ladies, I have been itching to record this episode for so long. I think ever since I decided to have a podcast, always on my list of episodes, hormonal acne was one of them, because I've struggled so much with this. I wish there was a resource like this that can really tell me an alternative to pills, an alternative to very expensive treatments in clinics. So that's my gift to the world and to those of you that are struggling with hormonal acne. If you have a friend that's going through the same, please share this episode with her. I think we all know from personal experience just how emotionally mortifying having this on your face is. And also for those of us that kind of sniff the truth that it's somehow related also to our health, it really makes us want to take action and to understand better what we can do for ourselves. I can't wait to speak to you in the next episode. Have a beautiful week ahead.